Okay, okay, okay. We have a lot of fight news to break down. We had a lot of new announcements, which is fucking amazing. There's so many good fights that are that are being announced in the past couple of days. And we have a fight card coming up on Saturday. It is a UFC fight night, not a pay-per-view this time. Uh, it is what, the 10th one on ESPN Plus or some shit? Yeah, yeah, uh, UFC Fight Night 152, UFC on ESPN Plus 10. Okay, yeah, I'm really excited about this one, guys. Um, there's not a lot on the preliminary that I care about, like the preliminary card, but the main card is great. Switching lanes real quick, we're gonna talk about the fight announcements that are coming out first, and then we'll get to our picks and what I think about the card this weekend. All right, so... When it comes to the fights that have been coming out, the first one that I heard about was Brian Ortega versus uh, Zabit Magomed Sharapov. Pretty sure that's how you say his last name. Those Russians got some tricky-ass names, but it's okay because I'm a fucking pro at this and I can say their names. Anyway, I don't like this for Ortega, honestly, Um, especially after Zabit's last performance. So Zabit, uh, the hormone monster, I don't know if you guys watched that show. On, <laughs> on Netflix, he looks like the hormone monster. Um, I don't know how I feel about this for Ortega, just based on the fact that he got his ass fucking handed to him by by uh, Max Holloway, who's very good at point striking. Like he's not gonna knock you out. Like he has TKO'd some people, Max Holloway, but he's not gonna knock you out. He's gonna overwhelm you with volume and just absolutely, he's gonna break you. He's gonna try to break you essentially, and. Um, he beat the fuck out of Brian Ortega last time. And Ortega's had enough time to recover, I think. But um, I think he should have fought someone maybe not as rowdy as Zabit. Because Zabit's got crazy stand-up. His ground game is no joke. He's got that Sambo background. So he's got these crazy throws uh, to put you in positions that are very disadvantageous to you and good for him. Um, I'm really worried about it, honestly. Um... Just because I don't think Brian Ortega's stand-up is on par. Like, I mean, he beat Frankie Edgar with his boxing, but I think that was just because he was over... He was so much bigger than Frankie. Frankie should be like a 130... Or, I mean, a one... Yeah, 135-er, or maybe even a 125-er. Like, Frankie Edgar is so small. So small. And Brian Ortega is very big for that weight class. So I think he just caught him, and he was just big enough to, to fuck up Frankie. Um, I think Zabit's going to overwhelm him with strikes, uh, do some of those weird inside leg trips and throws that he does and he's gonna get some wrestling done and I, th- I i i honestly don't think ortega stands a chance unfortunately like i fucking love ortega and i wish that they hadn't been throwing him to the wolves right away like they did but i mean he kept finishing everybody he was he finished cub swanson with a choke twice essentially at the end of the first round and in, in the second round like swanson was saved by the bell in the first round for sure and uh I just think it might be a little bit too much for Ortega, like, at this time. I don't know if he had enough enough warm-up. And, I mean, not not to say that Zabit is some world beater. Like, he he didn't look great against Jeremy Stevens, but that's why I'm worried. Those Russians are fucking vicious. And, he, and I'm pretty sure he understands and knows that he had a lackluster outing against Jeremy Stevens. I mean, he beat him. He beat Jeremy Stevens for sure. But it wasn't... There's so much hype behind this Zabit guy because everyone's like, oh, he's the best. Like, he's in training. He beats everybody. He's a world beater. Blah, 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 blah. So there's a huge hype train behind him. And unfortunately, I think that's going to play badly to Brian Ortega because Ortega's hype train is over. It's done. 
he got his ass fucking kicked in the championship fight. But by, by not not that it was not to take anything away from him. Max Holloway is probably the greatest featherweight of all time, and he beats the shit out of essentially everybody. But you still have to take that into account. Just because somebody is dominant uh, and they're beating everybody doesn't doesn't mean that you can't you can't take that loss that they took or that Brian took to Max Holloway. You can't take that lightly. Especially, especially when you're on a hype train like that. I, like we've seen, these hype trains get derailed and then and then they're gone. They kind of disappear. Um, I really hope that doesn't happen with Zabit or Brian Ortega because they're both, I think, the future of this division and possibly 155 uh, if Ortega wants to move up. I think Zabit could probably move up too, but the way he's super lanky and stuff like that, I don't know if it's as necessary for him to go. He's kind of like Max Holloway where it just wouldn't fit him as well to go up to 155. Um, but Ortega's a little thicker. He's got that Mexican blood in him, so I think he could be able to go. I think he could go to uh, 155 no problem and and be able to fuck people up there. Um, Alright, let's move on to the next fight that has been announced. This one I'm really excited about, um, even though I think Volkanovski should have gotten the title shot over Edgar, just because Edgar did lose to Brian Ortega like we were talking about before. But Edgar's a fucking staple in this sport, man. Like, those wars with BJ Penn and Gray Maynard for the 155-pound title, like, he's, he's, a, he's an amazing fighter. He's absolutely amazing, and I think he does deserve a title shot. I just think he should have waited and not fought Brian. Like, when Max was hurt and <clears throat> having issues, I think Edgar should have just fucking waited, but that's not how he is. That's not how Frankie Edgar is. He's gonna fuck shit up. He's gonna go in that cage, he's gonna give it his all, and that's why we love him. He's, he's, he's a volume striker. He mixes his punches with his takedowns. Absolutely amazing, but I just don't see him getting getting it done against Holloway. I think Holloway's too vicious. At 145, he's a monster. He's a monster. Like if they would, if he would have had more time to bulk up to get to 155, like put a little bit more muscle mass on, I think he would have done a lot better against Dustin Poirier. But that doesn't matter at 145. Not at all. So I think uh, Max Holloway gets it done. Um, I'm not going to give any, like, precise picks, like, for round and whether or not I think it's going to be submission or TKO or decision. I'll save that for when it's the actual fight card coming up. Right now, I just want to discuss these matchups because I'm so fucking excited about all of these. Um, I think Max Holloway is going to take it just based on, like, his last fight. Like, he had that war with Justin Poirier where he lost the, uh, the interim title in 155. So, I think he's going to come back super hungry to prove that he's still one of the best pound for pound for pound fighters in the entire world um that one yeah there's not as much not as much to discuss i don't think on that one like edgar's coming off a win uh holloway's coming off a loss technically in a different division but i don't think it's gonna affect him the way that holloway is i don't think it's gonna mess with his mind i don't think it's gonna get in his head that he lost like he's like what he says it is what it is it is what it is um the next fight is, <sighs> dude, I don't know, this might be the one I'm most excited for, uh, just because I love Diaz, I'm a Diaz brother, ride or die, I, I've been all about the Diaz brothers since I was a kid, my dad introduced me to the Diaz brothers way back in Strike Force, I believe it was, when um, Nick, the older brother, Nick Diaz, fucked up Robbie Lawler. Like, this is old. This is a younger Robbie Lawler who uh, wasn't as experienced, but still, he was a hype train. That's one of the hype trains, like, way back in the day. He was knocking everyone the fuck out. And then Diaz comes in and wrecks him. 
uh, and it was absolutely beautiful. So I've been a fan of those guys ever since. And then watching uh, the younger brother Nate Diaz come up on the Ultimate Fighter and watching him win that and being a fucking badass like that that was that was absolutely beautiful. And to see their careers. Um, play out like they have like Diaz being able to come in on short notice I think it was like 11 or 8 days notice and fuck up McGregor and win and become a superstar that he deserves to be that was amazing um Nick Diaz fighting Anderson Silva albeit Anderson Silva wasn't trying to bring the fight to him which is unfortunate because that would have been a great slugfest if they were both trying to bring the fight to each other but Anderson didn't want to play that game that night, unfortunately, but it's okay. That's how it goes. Um, it was still good for Diaz's stock, even though he lost. I think it was it was great because that one moment where he lays down in the ring, props his head up, and it's just like, ah, oh, it's iconic. It's iconic. Like that's the Diaz brothers. They do crazy shit like that, and then they choke people out and box them up, box them up. Um, and then Pettis is coming off of that crazy knockout of. Uh, Steven Wonderboy Thompson uh, with that Superman punch off the cage. Uh, of course, Pettis is going to do some crazy fucking shit. It's Pettis. It's showtime. Kicking off the cage, punching off the cage. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. He's going to do some shit that's going to make us all have fun during the fight. Um, I don't think this is good for, for Pettis being at 170, just based on the fact that I think Diaz is going to have better cardio up there. Um, I think the volume is going to be trouble for Pettis. It, Pettis's only chance is going to be able to catch him with one of his crazy things, um, and I don't think he's going to be able to knock out Diaz because nobody can knock out Nate Diaz. No one's ever knocked him out. I mean, he got TKO'd by um, uh, the other Thompson. Um, fuck, I can't remember his name. Um, shit, yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's a trainer now. He doesn't really fight anymore. But uh, he hit him with a head kick. Uh, and TKO'd him. He didn't. He didn't knock him out, but he TKO'd him, and I, that's the closest Nate's ever been. And I, I, I don't. I don't see Anthony Pettis being able to put him away. Um, but you never know. You never know. Um, this one I'm gonna make a pick for just because I'm so fucking excited for it. I'm gonna say Diaz TKO round three. Um, I, bl- I don't think it's a main event, so I think he's gonna get it done late. Um, he might even be able to submit him. Like I know Pettis has a really good ground game, but Diaz is. He's a Diaz. Like they're they're known for their jujitsu, their Gracie Barra jujitsu. So I think I think um if I have to pick pick one, I'm saying Diaz TKO round three. I think he overwhelms him with volume and uh gets him to gets him to quit, essentially. Not quit, but you know what I mean. Makes him makes him lose. Uh DC versus Stipe. This one I'm probably the least excited about, uh, to be honest. Uh I don't see why Diaz I mean DC is doing it. He knocked out Stipe in the first round. Um, I think it's just because he's a man of his word. He's a fu- He has so much integrity. And he's one of my favorite fighters ever. Just based on what he's done for the sport. How he's done it. And how he's carried himself throughout. Uh, DC is absolutely amazing. He's a staple in the sport. Future Hall of Famer, obviously. And one of the greatest to ever do it. I just don't see why he's doing this. I don't think it, it has anything to do with his legacy. Like, it's not going to help. Um cement him as like the greatest heavyweight of all time i mean i guess it could because stipe was considered he had the most title defenses he was considered the best um heavyweight of all time one of one of there is debatable it's debatable for sure heavyweight's weird like that where like you can't really say one like at 170 it's gsp at 185 it's anderson silva at 205 it's john jones at 155 I guess we don't really have a 155 or who's the greatest of all time because everyone's a fucking monster at 155 and then 145 you got holloway or aldo but you got to say holloway because holloway fucked up aldo twice um 
and so on. And like 125, obviously, Demetrius Johnson, 135. I'd say TJ Dillashaw, even though he's had all those issues, I'd say the greatest of all time was TJ Dillashaw at 135. Um, Dominic Cruz is good, but uh, he gets hurt too often. He doesn't fight enough. Uh, yeah, doesn't doesn't translate to the greatest of all time if you're always fucking hurt, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, back to the DC, DC Stipe fight. Um, for Stipe, this is absolutely amazing. It's what he's been waiting for. It's what he's been sitting on the sideline for. Absolutely not trying to take any mediocre fight. And he wants that title fight. He wants his title back. He feels that he just got clipped. He thinks that he can defeat DC. But I don't think he can. I really don't think he can. Uh, I think DC is going to be able to dominate him kind of like he did. I don't think he's going to knock him out in the first round. Um, but I think he's going to be able to use his wrestling and uh, his his movement and his speed uh, to an advantage and be able to knock him out. Um, maybe TKO. Maybe not another knockout. I think it'll be TKO. But once I see, once we'll see how it is getting closer, getting closer to the uh, to the fight because I want to make my picks. Then uh, we'll see. I, I usually like to base it off of uh, how they're doing fight week. Like I listen to some interviews, see how they're feeling, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Because the mental game in this game, the mental game in this game, ha 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 ha, the mental game uh, is absolutely key you know, when it comes to fighting. Like if you're not in the right headspace, when you go into that cage, you're going to get fucked up. And Donald Cerrone is one of the perfect examples of that. Like you don't know which Donald you're going to get. Like if his head is right, he's going to, he's a world beater. But if his head isn't right, he's, he gets beat, you know what I'm saying? So... We'll see. We'll see how it goes closer to the match. But I believe DC takes it. Um, this one, speaking of Cowboy, oh, this one is a close second, if not first, which I'm more excited about just based on the two people. Like, Pettis is awesome, obviously, and I love Diaz. I'm a fanboy of Diaz. But, 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 Ferguson Cowboy? Ferguson Cowboy. I am so excited for this fight. I was really hoping one of these guys would actually get um, a title shot in comparison to... Uh, or, like, after Dustin Poirier or something like that. Like, get a title shot after Dustin Poirier and H- Habib Nurmagomedov. See, I can get those Russian names right. Uh, Habib Nur- Nurmagomedov. I hope... I was hoping Cowboy or Ferguson would get the title shot after that. But, I mean, I guess this is this is the number one contender. This is essentially what was happening between Dustin Poirier and Max Holloway. Is who's going to get to fight next. So this is very interesting. Very, very interesting. Because they're both great on the ground. Um, Ferguson, obviously, is a pretty fucking good wrestler. Not too shabby. And he's got a really good ground game because of um, uh, Eddie Bravo. He's a 10th Planet guy. He's got a good triangle. He's got that good rubber guard. So he's able to close. He's a constrictor. You know what I'm saying? He'll choke you the fuck out. But Cowboy's no joke on the ground. I mean, he just armbarred Mike Perry. He fucking uh, he choked out the other other Cowboy, like the other um, Charles Oliveira, I believe his name is. No, no, Alex Oliveira. Um, Charles Oliveira is the smaller guy. Um, yeah, he uh, he fucked him up, man. He choked him out. It was beautiful. So I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a stand up fight. I think. Tony tends to get caught. And if he gets caught by one of those head kicks, bro, I don't know, man. I do not know. The way that Cowboy is with his finishing ability and when he smells blood, that motherfucker's gonna take you out. Like, very, very quickly. 
no hesitation. He's he's a monster. So, fuck. I can't root against Cowboy. I can't pick against Cowboy. Cowboy. Um, this one might be a decision. I think it's going to be a a decision for Cowboy. Um, I think he's going to piece him up kind of like he did Ally Quinta. Not as bad. Like, not as dominant. Like, because in my opinion, he pretty much dominated Ally Quinta. Like, Al didn't win one fucking round, in my opinion. I mean, I guess he, I guess you could give him the first round. I guess. But I don't see why you would. He didn't do anything special in that first round. And then he just got his ass kicked for four rounds. But... Ally Quinta's a fucking monster. So for Cowboy to be able to do that to him, the number four ranked lightweight in the world, which is what Ally Quinta was when Cowboy beat him, uh, that that's that's amazing. Uh, he pieced he pieced up a top five guy in the world after competing in 170. He's like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go fuck around in 155 again, go for the title. You know what I'm saying? Because like, that's fucking Cowboy. He's a monster. All right, and the last one, uh, there was probably some other fight announcements that I might have missed, but we'll get to those on the next episode. These are the six that I was really excited about that I heard in the past couple of days: Moicano versus Korean Zombie. And if you guys don't know either of these guys, which you fucking should. Um, Hinato Moicano was like the new, he was the up and comer. Uh, everyone was like, oh my God, this guy's going to dominate. He's going to be the, the new challenger for, uh, the title at 145. And then he got beat by Jose Aldo. When everyone was saying Jose Aldo was past his prime, blah, blah, blah. Jose Aldo beats the fuck out of this up and comer, which was absolutely amazing to watch. Uh, and you'd love to see it. And in my opinion, that just cements Max Holloway's title as the best featherweight of all time because Jose Aldo is not done. I do not think Jose Aldo is done. A lot of people, some people, I don't know. I don't know. At least in some of the circles that I run with in MMA, a lot of them are thinking that Jose Aldo is done. He's past his prime. That motherfucker's still wrecking on people. Like, I mean, yeah, he just lost to Volkanovski, but Volkanovski is a absolute monster. And I think he should have gotten the title over title shot over Edgar just based on what's been happening recently. There's not as much momentum behind Edgar as there is behind Volkanovski, but whatever. I'm not the one who makes the matches. I don't get paid to do that. I'm just here to speculate and talk a little shit. But that's okay. Um, I personally think Moicano versus Korean Zombie is a great fucking fight. But I don't... I can't call that one, man. That one's tough. Especially since Moicano is a really good fighter. But so is Korean Zombie. That dude is... There's a reason they call him Korean Zombie. Like, you have to fucking put him out before he stops moving forward. Like, he was moving forward in that fight against Yair Rodriguez. He was moving forward for the entire fight until the very last second where he got fucking knocked out, which was one of the best knockouts I have ever seen. If you don't, if you haven't seen that knockout, please stop this right now. As much as I want you to continue listening, you need to go see that knockout. Go look up uh, Yair Rodriguez versus the Korean Zombie, that knockout. Holy shit. That entire fight was amazing, but particularly that knockout, knockout of the year in my opinion easily it was absolutely beautiful the timing everything um i this one's so hard to fucking call this one's like a a coin flip in my opinion i think korean zombie loses i think moicano comes back strong um i think he's i don't know i think he's gonna come back better and i think he's gonna be able to take out korean zombie as much as i love korean zombie i don't know if korean zombie has the technique he, he's he's kind of wild in comparison to Moicano. Moicano is a little bit more sound technically, a little bit tighter. So I think Moicano will be able to get it done. Uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll pick the round and everything like that when it comes closer to the match. All right, enough of the fight announcements. We are going to break down this card, this lackluster card. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for this card, but I'm not as excited for it as, as some of the other ones. Um, I'm probably the only one that's excited for this. 
Um, just because I'm weird and I love UFC no matter who's fighting. All right, so uh, I guess on the preliminary card, the only one that we really need to talk about would be um, Megan Anderson and Felicia Spencer. So Megan Anderson is an absolute monster. It's uh, it's known essentially. I mean, by most people, it's known that she was essentially brought into to take on Cyborg. They were gonna give her a few fights uh, at 145, and then she was gonna take on Cyborg. But Amanda Nunes put a fucking stop to that train really quickly, knocked out Cyborg, and now that whole 145 pound division in the women's women's class is just absolutely a mess. Because we already know that Amanda Nunes is going to drop back down to 135 and defend her title against Holly Holm. So what the fuck's going to happen at 145? Let me guess, UFC, an interim belt. Which I, I, I guess is fine, but I don't know. Part of me just thinks that they should close the 145 division. Maybe not have a champion for it. Like, maybe have the 145 pound division, but not have a champion for it because there's not enough people. But that'd be weird, right? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that shit. It's weird. There's nobody standing out except for Megan Anderson. And it doesn't matter anymore because Cyborg got fucked up. The queen got fucked up. So what are we going to do now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. But I'm excited to see Megan Anderson fight. She's a great fighter. Um, Badass chick coming out of uh, Australia. I don't think she's... I don't think she's a Kiwi. Pretty sure she's Australian. Yeah, Australian. Um, I don't know who this Felicia Spencer is. I'm not going to lie. Oh, she was the Invi- Oh, I know this chick. She was the Invicta champ. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. She's undefeated. I know this chick. Um, it's actually a really good fight. Um, I think Megan Anderson gets it done just because it's Megan. She's big. She's a fucking monster. Um, Charles Oliveira and Nick Lentz on the main card. Uh, this is actually a really good fucking fight. Um, I think Charles Oliveira gets it done by... Uh, submission just because this dude submits everyone like i i i don't even know this guy's such a monster he literally submits like everyone he has the most the most submissions in ufc i believe and like in any division and definitely in lightweight um yeah he's a he's a monster i think he gets it done against nick lens nick lens is a good fighter um He's a little bit older. He's got 42 fights already. Um, <clears throat> he won his last two, but I mean, it's against Gray Maynard, who's not the same, and then Scott Holtzman, which isn't anything impressive. I mean, he, not to say that Scott Holtzman is like a joke or anything like that, but he's not. He's not top five. I don't even think he's top ten. Um, and then Antonio Carlos Jr. He's he, he's just some middleweight dude. I think he was Ultimate Fighter competitor uh, i don't know too much about him i've seen him fight a couple times um he's fighting some dude that i've never heard of hopefully he wins hopefully he doesn't lose to some dude i've never heard of uh i'm not gonna make a pick on that one i think charles Oliveira gets it done second round submission sorry i forgot to uh particularly put out my specific pick and how they're gonna do it so yeah charles Oliveira second round submission antonio carlos jr I'm, i guess i'll fucking go for a a pick on this one since I don't, even though I don't really know who the Ian guy is, um, I'd say Antonio Carlos, submission, submission, round three, round two, round three, round three, we'll go round three, submission, round three, 
No. Round two. Yeah, I'm super indecisive today, guys. Sorry. Yeah, round two submission for Antonio Carlos Jr. and for Charles Oliveira. Okay, this one. This one I'm actually pretty excited about because Aspen Ladd is a pretty fucking good fighter. Like, she's she's not shabby at all. Um, she's got pretty good wrestling. Uh, she was supposed to fight Holly Holm, but that got canceled because Holly Holm got called up to fight the greatest woman of all time, Amanda Nunes. So that's going to be an amazing fight. Um, yeah, Aspen Ladd is, is a really good fighter. I think she's going to be able to take it. Um, I think maybe a little bit of ground and pound. I mean, Sejara Eubanks, this is the, this is the lady who's going to, going to fight against, um, Shevchenko for the title, and then they, they, they stopped it because Yoana was going to fight, and then they brought it back on, and then Yoana was back on. It, it was a big old shit show. And to be honest, Sejara Eubanks didn't deserve a title shot in the first place. I don't know who the fuck she is. No one knows who the fuck she is. It's not like she's an undefeated, like, powerhouse. Like, she's... She's fucking foreign, too. Like, no shit, you're not gonna get a towel shot. Like, and when she freaked out and was like, Ooh, oh my god, you can't do this. You need to give me that towel shot. It's like, no one was gonna fucking pay for that. And no no one was gonna watch. No one wants to watch you get absolutely pieced up by Shevchenko. Shevchenko would have fucking demolished her. So I'm glad that fight didn't happen. Shajara, 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 Eubanks. I'm just gonna call her Eubanks because I hate fucking pronouncing that first name. Eubanks, um, I think she needs more experience before she's gonna challenge for a title. But I don't think it's gonna be right here. I think Aspen Lad's gonna fuck her up because they already fought once before, if I if I remember correctly. And Aspen Lad won by decision, I think. So I think she gets it done in the same way. Just beats her up for three rounds. Now, this is the fight that i am so excited for on this card uh if i don't watch any other fight on this card i'm definitely watching this one um rafael dos anjos 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 it's hard i don't know if the brazilians pronounce the j uh i'm hispanic i'm like i my family speaks a little bit of spanish i don't assimilation complete but i know enough to know that you don't pronounce the fucking j like everyone does on ufc and it pisses me off but I don't know if that's how it is in Portugal. Or I mean, in, in Portuguese, because that's what they speak in Brazil. I don't know if that's how it is, if you pronounce the J. Like, they always say Jose Aldo. Like, that sounds so stupid. So stupid. Why are you saying Jose? You sound like the whitest person to have ever lived on planet Earth. Why would you do that? Why would you make yourself sound even more ridiculous by saying Jose? Even if it is how you correctly pronounce it, no one knows that because no one speaks fucking... Portuguese. No one speaks Brazilian except for other Brazilians and Portuguese, like people from Portugal. So whatever, whatever. I'm just rambling about fucking languages right now. But anyway, I think I think this is a good move for Kevin Lee. He was sucking himself dry going down to 155. Like you, you would see him. He looked so. Oh, it was haunting to watch some of his weigh-ins because like he looked like he was dead. And I don't like to see that in fighters. I don't think they should be cutting so much weight. It's bad. Their brain is dehydrated. It gives them... They're, they're, they're easy, more easily knocked out. Just like Darren Till sucking himself down to 170. Getting knocked out by Jorge Masvidal. Somebody who used to be a 155er coming up to 170. He gets knocked out by him. I know Jorge has some fucking really good um, stand-up. And he's got some power. Like, he fucked up Donald Cerrone. But that was at 155, I believe. This is what I'm saying. Like, at 170, I don't think he should have been able to knock out 
Darren Till cold like he did, but he did, and I think it's because of weight cutting, and I don't, I don't like it. So I'm glad Kevin Lee is coming, coming up to 170 just like Dos Anjos did. Even if you aren't going to be able to get the title, I think it's better for your career overall if you're going to be a top contender at your normal weight class where you don't have to worry about all this long-term damage because of dehydration and getting hit in the head when you're not fully recovered. I think it's, I think it's good. I, 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 I really, really do. I would much rather see these guys have a have a more prosperous career at a different weight class than be the champion at one weight class. Like because if you, if you're sucking yourself that dry and you become the champion, most likely you're not going to be able to hold on to that title for very long. Just based on the fact that you're sucking yourself dry, someone's going to come up who's more who, who's just got a better I don't know the word that I'm trying to look for. They're just. I guess just more hydrated and they're more ready to go on that fight night. So I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the weight cutting. I think they should do it like a one FC one FC does the hydration tests and everything like that. Made everybody move up one weight class and gave them the title in the weight class. Like Ben Askren was talking about. He went from 170 to the 185 pound champion. Um, and I think UFC should do that, but I'm just rambling back to the fight. I think Kevin Lee gets it done. Um, his striking is pretty good. Kevin Lee, I don't know if his striking can keep up, particularly with um, Dos Anjos, but the way that he chains it with his wrestling and everything like that, I think Kevin Lee will be able to do it. Uh, I think he'll be able to uh, tire out Dos Anjos a little bit and just beat him up. I think I think uh, Kevin Lee, by decision, I don't know if he finishes Dos Anjos. Dos Anjos is really fucking hard to finish. Yeah, I think Kevin Lee gets it. Gets it done. All right, and that is it at the last of the fights. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, today, uh, May, what is it, May 15th? Yes, May 15th. Um, I'm going to do a little plug here. May 15th, I am starting the Ember Test for Mixer that I stream on. I know a lot of you guys already know that I stream on Mixer, but possibly some of you don't. If you guys want to stop in, say what's up help me out i don't need embers you know what i'm saying like you don't need to donate embers but if you want to just stop in and say what's up always appreciate the love while i'm trying to grind to live my dreams and never work a real job again uh but yeah i appreciate it um also stop in to tubius virus 03 he's another guy that's part of the ember testing um chili willy 1906 uh always go check out babylon dawn uh, uh and i think that's it um oh yeah slaya and Blackus, big shout outs to you guys because you guys are amazing. You guys don't really stream as much anymore, but whatever. Love you guys. Um, oh, yeah, and check out uh, Khaleesi. Yeah, if you guys go check out my Twitter and you guys, I'm always talking to Khaleesi. Make sure to go check her out. She's absolutely amazing, supports me all the time, and she's part of the Ember Test as well. And I think that's it. If I missed anybody, I'm so fucking sorry, and I'll get to you the next one. Luckily, we have this Ember Testing for another month and a half, so I'll make sure to shout out as many of the people that I know and love on Mixer that are a part of this, so that way we can all grow our community together. Much love, everybody. I appreciate you listening once again. I will see you next time. Well, not see you, but whatever. You'll hear me next time. Have a good one. Much love.